happy Sunday again. Hope your new year is getting off to a good start. Um, mine is going wonderfully, I guess. And today I want to talk to you about where I'm from. I'm from Long Island, New York. It's about an hour east of New York City. If you take the train, which is the LIRR, the Long Island Railroad, welcome, come visit us. Nice out here. Um, it's suburban as opposed to, you know, the further west you go, Queens, Brooklyn, you know, it's more dense, it's a little more urban, um, just to give you an idea. So we're not in the country. Um, why am I telling you this? It's relevant to what I'm going to talk about today. Um, so I'm going to talk about an unsolved case from Long Island, where I'm from. And if you're from Long Island, you might be aware of one of the people associated with this case. Um, it's not that it was overly famous or overly publicized. It wasn't. Um, but if you grew up near me or with me, um, this is about one of my old teacher's wives. He was my middle school teacher. His name was Larry Brown. So, on July 10th, 1999, Eve Eskin Brown, 29 years old, threw a sweater and pants into a backpack. She said goodbye to her husband, Larry, who I just mentioned, and left her home in Plainview, New York, in her black geo prism. She was going to her friend Tessa's house in Freeport and had decided to take some clothes with her in case she decided to stay over. At 1 a.m., having not heard from his wife, Larry called her cell phone with no answer. Assuming she decided to stay at her friend's house, he went to bed. Um, But in the morning, still not having heard back from Eve, Larry called her mother, Bonnie, and asked if she had heard from her. Um, Both Bonnie and Larry were troubled because, according to them, she always stayed in close contact. So that was it was weird. Just right out of the gate. So, there's a silence for 10 days. No Eve. Her father receives a phone call from Eve's cell phone. A man on the other end said, hello, and hangs up. Police trace this call to a man who told them he had stolen the phone from a U-Haul truck. Um, And the day after that, they located Eve's car in a not-so-great area of Brooklyn. In or around a local chop shop so there's not a lot of info available on this case so there isn't anything definitive about the little details um, of what I've uncovered and I do just want to say I did that with the help of a great web sleuth from the my favorite murder New York City group this is something I wanted some some info about I was trying to look in to get some kind of records um, and she helped me look into this which was really cool Um, what we do know is that police found blood on the steering column of the car and some other trace evidence. Um, the car was empty of any other of Eve's belongings. I haven't been able to find who the blood belonged to, but somehow they were able to track down the car thief, um, who claims that he had watched the unlocked geoprism sit abandoned on the road for a week 
even collecting a couple parking tickets before he jumped on the opportunity to steal and begin dismantling the car. He didn't have to try that hard though, because as I mentioned, it was unlocked and the keys were just on the floor. So again, that's weird. Um, he was questioned by police and released. And he just seems like more of an opportunist. I don't think he was involved in any way. Um, unfortunately, Eve's body was found dismembered in plastic bags at a construction site off the Belt Parkway on November 5th, 2000. Her decomposed remains were positively identified through dental records. She was either four or five months pregnant um, at the time of her disappearance and ultimately death. Um, I say four or five months because different articles give me different numbers. The reporting on this was not done very well. Um, and I found some discrepancies, so bear with me. Um, let's get into the things that are known. When Eve left her house on July 10th, 1999... She told Larry she was going to her friend's house, but here's the problem with that. The friend in question was away, far away, tropical islands away. According to reports, sorry, my cat's screaming. I don't know if you can hear that. According to reports, Eve had called her friend, Tessa, three times from her cell phone after she left the house that day. So... If she was, you know, wherever she was on her way to, she was calling Tessa. She also made one other call that evening. And police were able to trace that location to within a few blocks of Eve's co-worker, Patrick Kingland. But in Valley Stream. Which is past Freeport, for those of you who aren't from here. It's like 20 minutes or so, probably something like that. Um... So, it is true that Eve had been having an affair with somebody from work. That's fact. That's real. Um, But because of the lack of available information, I've so far been unable to determine if that is the same man that she was having the affair with, somebody else she might have been involved with, or just a friendly coworker. In any event, Patrick Kingland's house was searched. He gave a DNA sample. DNA? DNA? What did I say? So sorry. But it doesn't appear that anything came of that. So, let's redirect our attention to Larry Brown, her husband. As far as we know, he only became aware of the affair after the fact. According to reports, they had been trying to have a baby for somewhere around five years. But interestingly enough, you know, Eve has an affair and she's pregnant. So we can't be sure who the father is. Um, Unfortunately, with the remains, you know, having decomposed, there wasn't anything for them to test. Um, And that's so awful. And it's such a bummer. And I'm so sorry if that's triggering for anyone. Um, But what if he didn't find out after the fact? What if he found out and it really upset him and something happened? What if he followed her, you know? What if she never told anyone she was going to her friend Tessa's house? Um, There are a lot of unanswered questions here. Um, I've read several articles where Eve's mother and father seem to blame him in one way or another. 
Um, I read that he lawyered up within hours of her being officially missing. And obviously, you know, if stuff's going on with the police, you want to protect yourself, you want to get a lawyer. But I do still find that a little suspicious. Um, I read that he failed a polygraph test. I also read that he never completed a polygraph test. I also read that while her parents blame him, Eve's brother and sister seems to believe that he was just as upset and just as interested in some closure as they were. So there's so many possibilities about what could have happened here. Um, After Eve's remains were recovered, the news outlets stopped reporting about this case. There's nothing else. Um, All that there was out there in the last article after they found her remains is that there were no signs of her being shot or stabbed. So that brings me to kind of wonder if maybe she had been asphyxiated, which is usually a more personal thing. That could be like a heat of the moment thing. Um, But remember though too, and this is so awful, she was dismembered, which is a much more cold and callous and impersonal act. So personally, I can't imagine ever having loved someone and dismembering them. Obviously, I can't imagine dismembering someone, but just saying, if you had deep feelings for someone, how could you bring yourself to do that? Um, it seems obvious to me, and I'm no expert, but I don't think she was killed in Brooklyn. It seems pretty clear that she was killed somewhere else in Nassau County, transported to Brooklyn. Um, it also seems likely that it was one of the men in her life who committed this horrible act. What are the odds that she's married and having an affair? You know, statistically, you know, it's always the spouse. In this case, she has two men in her life, you know, um, but what are the odds with all that going on that it's just a stranger, that it's just a random act? So I don't, I don't think that's the case. Um, the last little fact that I have about this is that her sister started a foundation called the Eve Foundation, which she had said was intended to help victims of domestic abuse, which to me immediately sounded like a clue, but Eve did have a job as a marriage counselor. So it's possible that this was strictly related to her work or it's possible this was related to her relationship with her husband. Long Island is not a hotbed for homicide. I think we need to get this case back in the public eye. There is no reason it should still be sitting open and cold after all these years. I want to know what you guys think. I have other theories. I want to know if you do, uh, you do as well. And we'll take it from there. If you are listening to this from outside of our Facebook group, you found this another way. Come find True Crime Murderinos on Facebook, where I hope that we can all talk about this. Um... We can talk about how to move forward. I have some ideas about people to talk to, to maybe breathe some life back into this so we can get some justice for Eve. Let me know what you guys think and have a good night.